there were eight watchers by the beacon on Pendle Hill in Lancashire. Two were stationed on either side of the northeastern extremity of the mountain. One looked over the castled heights of Clitheroe, the woody eminence of Bowland, the bleak ridges of Thornley, the broad moors of Bleasdale, the trough of Bowland, and Wolf Crag, and even brought within his ken the black fells overlooking Lancaster. The other tracked the stream called Pendle Water, almost from its source amid the neighbouring hills, and followed its windings through the leafless forest, until it united its waters to those of the Calder, and swept on in swifter and clearer current to wash the base of Whaley Abbey. But the watcher's survey did not stop here. Noting the sharp spire of Burnley Church, relieved against the rounded masses of timber constituting Townley Park, as well as the entrance of the gloomy mountain gorge known as the Grange of Cliviger, his far-reaching gaze passed over Todmorden and settled upon the distant summit of Blackstone Edge. Dreary was the prospect on all sides. Black moor, bleak fell, straggling forest, intersected with sullen streams as black as ink, with here and there a small tarn or moss-pool with waters of the same hue. These constituted the chief features of the scene. The whole district was barren and thinly populated. Of towns, only Clitheroe, Colne, and Burnley, the latter little more than a village, were in view. In the valleys there were a few hamlets and scattered cottages, and on the uplands an occasional booth, as the hut of the herdsman was termed. But of more important mansions there were only six, Mursley, Twistleton, Allencoats, Saxfield, Eyton Hill, and Gawthorpe the vaccaries for the cattle of which the herdsman had the care, and the lawns or parks within the forest appertaining to some of the halls before mentioned, offered the only evidence of cultivation. All else was heathy waste, morass, and wood. Still, in the eye of the sportsman, and the Lancashire gentlemen of the sixteenth century were keen lovers of sport, the country had a strong interest. Pendle Forest abounded with game, Grouse, plover, and bittern were found upon its moors, woodcock and snipe on its marshes, mallard, teal, and widgeon upon its pools. In its chases ranged herds of deer, protected by the terrible forest laws then in full force, and the hardier huntsman might follow the wolf to his lair in the mountains, might spear the boar in the oaken glades, or the otter on the river's brink, might unearth the badger or the fox or smite the fierce catamountain with a quarrel from his bow. A nobler victim sometimes also awaited him, in the shape of a wild mountain bull, a denizen of the forest, and a remnant of the herds that had once browsed upon the hills, but which had almost all been captured, and removed to stock the park of the abbot of Whaley. The streams and pools were full of fish, the stately heron frequented the meres, and on the craggy heights built the kite, the falcon, and the kingly eagle. There were eight watchers by the beacon. Two stood apart from the others, looking to the right and the left of the hill. Both were armed with swords and arquebuses, and wore steel caps and coats of buff. Their sleeves were embroidered with the five wounds of Christ, encircling the name of Jesus, the badge of the pilgrimage of grace. Between them, on the verge of the mountain, was planted a great banner, displaying a silver cross, the chalice, and the host, together with an ecclesiastical figure, but wearing a helmet instead of a mitre, and holding a sword in place of a crozier, with the unoccupied hand pointing to the two towers of a monastic structure, 
as if to intimate that he was armed for its defence. This figure, as the device beneath it showed, represented John Paslew, abbot of Whaley, or, as he styled himself in his military capacity, Earl of Poverty. There were eight watchers by the beacon. Two have been described. Of the other six, two were stout herdsmen, carrying crooks and holding a couple of mules and a richly caparisoned war-horse by the bridle. Near them stood a broad-shouldered, athletic young man, with the fresh complexion, curling brown hair, light eyes, and open Saxon countenance, best seen in his native county of Lancaster. He wore a Lincoln green tunic, with a bugle suspended from the shoulder by a silken cord, and a silver plate engraved with the three luces, the ensign of the abbot of Whaley, hung by a chain from his neck. A hunting-knife was in his girdle, and an eagle's plume in his cap. And he lay